Hi, we are Mel and Josie, and we're here to tell you that no matter how much it feels like you are screwing up every single part of your goddamn life, actually, you're doing great, sweetie. Maybe we'll think of a of a fun new way to greet each other for this podcast. Maybe but we'll today just it's high. Steamroll into it as per usual. Um, if you don't know who we are, I'm Mel and I'm Josie. Um, we are what are we? We are friends. We are ex colleagues. Uh, yes. Josie used to be my boss. Uh, ex friends now. Ex friends colleagues. Now actual friends. And now, now we hate actual each friends. other. <laughs> And we thought that'd be a really fun concept for a podcast. Just two bitches that hate each other talking to each other for any given length of time. So anyway, so we we are both journalists, I guess. We're writers. We're somethingers in media. Um, yep. And we lead very busy lives. I feel we're now um, mid thirties. Yes, we're millennials. Much, yes, mid thirties millennials, and we basically came up with this concept because we are just really messy like yeah messy. <laughs> like like I feel like struggling struggling we're not doing great <laughs> ironically then the name of the podcast is that we're doing great You're doing great and that's because we just want someone to pat us on the back and stroke mm. our hair and just tell us we're trying we're doing really well you know, I want, I want the fucking style. participation award. I want the participation award yeah. in the 100-metre sprint from primary school. That's what I want here, you know? The 100-metre sprint that is life, Mel. Yes. That's I'm not winning. Want. I'm not even coming second or third. <laughs> I'm literally in that middle middle pack near the back, and I just want someone to give me an award anyway. And that's what we're doing yes. for you guys. Yeah, we're giving you that award. You're the kid in the middle Who's like running and like their leg kind of kicks out to the side. You know, yep. people that kind of run in a duck-footed way. That yep. is all of us. Yeah, um, and we are here to give you a participation ribbon That's for showing up to the sports carnival. <laughs> <laughs> that is life. That is wow. Life. This metaphor is just. I like it. <laughs> We're just going to take it and run. This whole episode with sports carnival themed. Now the whole podcast is sports carnival themed. If we can't find a way, then we failed and we'll stop doing it. Um, (laughs) But to actually give you an idea of what we're actually going to do is that every episode is going to speak to something Something that we've kind of experienced or maybe it might be other people have experienced it. We might bring on guests to talk to some things that we don't personally have experience in. And it's mm-hmm. sort of just here to make you feel like you're not alone in all this shit because sometimes it really feels like you are, huh? And we, that's what we were yes. kind of talking about so much as friends. And then mm-hmm. we were like you know who else needs to hear this conversation? All these other people. The world. The world. <laughs> the world. Like everyone that starts a podcast. <laughs> yes, we really are those cliche <laughs> millennial friends that's because we actually saw our third podcast together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't mention that part because maybe yeah. you do know us, in which case you've sat through all of this and you're like, this is an absolute like, yeah. signature mm-hmm. Josie and Mel. Mm-hmm. 
tangent I, what, after tangent. It's exactly tangent. what I expected. <laughs> Really? Yes. Um, and you would know us from previous podcasts such as All Aussie Mystery Hour and The Zest is History. Uh, but this is a real new like, yeah. ball game for us, just chatting. Just talking about life because I just feel like everyone has so many new metaphor now, plates spinning. I've yes. gone away from sports carnivals. I'm now in a kitchen. We're in the kitchen. Plates spinning. But everyone has all these plates spinning and it is impossible to keep them all spinning. And then you mm. feel like you've nailed one and then another one you're not nailing. And it's okay to not nail things all the time. And I guess that's what we just want to chat about. Because yep. life throws so many curveballs. It's impossible to nail everything at any given time. I know. I don't think I nail anything. And <laughs> that's okay. Everything's okay here. Everyone yeah, is fine. It's a safe space. Safe space. It's a non judgment place. It's a non judgment place. For everyone. Place. Um, you can, I think you can follow us on social media. Can they follow us on social media yet? Um, Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When we set, when I set that up, I'll add a bit to the end of this right. episode. I'll do a little postscript. <laughs> Or you could just give it a whirl, just try and find us, just see if you can. Type in a few things. Like um, I can't even remember what we landed on. I don't want to confuse people. It'll have doing great in it somewhere. Yes. And it will have the logo of the podcast. Yeah, that's the easiest, as, the most. As the icon of the Instagram page. So, you know, do your best detective work, people. You'll figure it out. Just find but us. But I'll also put them at the end. And we can put them in the show notes. The yes, show notes. there you go, the show notes. Um, yeah, perfect. third podcast and still fucking disorganized. So still disorganized. Yeah, um, but we were going to talk for the first episode because I think mm-hmm. that of anything that has happened to all of us in the last couple of years, the mm-hmm. big dog of dropping <laughs> the ball is COVID. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you just took like the biggest serum. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like a steadying, yeah, steadying sip of Pinot Noir because I need it to get through this chat about COVID. Someone because... at work was calling COVID a toxic male. <laughs> and I was like, it's so <laughs> deeply true because it sort of keeps coming and going. Yes. Like yes, as a problem that's in your a life. Good comparison. <laughs> and you think it's gone. It's kind of just like this zesty memory of oh my god remember the pandemic and then it's like hey i'm back yeah (laughs) get out of my dms oh get out and it's like i felt like because as we're recording this and obviously we're recording a little bit in advance because we're preparing the podcast we're being organized organized the the first and only time in this podcast's history um is that i had gotten used to I think the biggest thing for me Mm -hmm. with COVID is that I'm not great with change. I'm just not good at change. I'm never going to be good at change. Like, I don't care how much fucking therapy I go to. It's never going to get better. I mean, it will get better. I'll I'll manage (laughs) it better. But, like, I'm always going to be disrupted by change in a really emotional way. Um, And so when COVID happened, that was change and that was an adjustment to lockdown and, you know, avoiding everyone on the street like they've got the plague which they do yeah and (laughs) all this stuff (laughs) great comparison (laughs) and then remember how when we went back it was like oh shit i don't know how to socialize i don't this is too much overwhelming for me to go back into this life Mm -hmm. and then we got used to that 
yes, things got semi-normal again. Yeah, and then I kind of got you like I got into the rhythm of going into the office and having mm-hmm. busy life, and then now we're back in lockdown again, and it's not fun this time. I'm not no. having a good time. No, it's um, it's really upsetting because I feel like the first time was oh fuck, like everyone's in lockdown, like the whole country was. Yeah, and other countries around the world were starting to adopt that kind of model. Some of them weren't, um, but that's a whole political discussion about how different countries handled it. But I feel like this time it hurts because now we're so behind all these other countries who introduced vaccination early and, like, got it rolled out before we did. So it it feels weird to be locked down a year on. Yeah. It just feels... I'm just angry now, whereas last year I was like, yep, this is what has to be done, we're doing it. But now it feels like if if it had been handled better, then it wouldn't have needed to be done and yeah. it sucks. It feels yeah. like we're the only country that's doing this. But apparently New Zealand are as well. Well, it's just still so confusing and, like, you know, I've had so, like so many people are like, wait, so I can get AstraZeneca. Oh, don't but get then me all this conversation <laughs> about AstraZeneca, and then oh, I want to wait for Pfizer, but then no one's knowing yep. what this wait for Pfizer thing is. And I think it's just yeah. very stressful, and it's also like you said, I think that's you hit the nail on the head. It is this angry, bored feeling. Mm-hmm. not a novelty we're all doing our yeah. feeling. I think in the beginning yes. it was like I felt like I was like helping and, I'm, you know, I still do feel like I'm helping. Like obviously it's do the right thing, stay at home, but it doesn't feel so helpful because you're sort of like, well, we could have prevented this mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the way we could have prevented this was a better vaccin- vaccination rollout. So Yeah, like we did the right thing, so why didn't you guys do the right thing? Like it's mm. like they got used to it as well and they were like, oh, well, you know, we're going well here. We're just going to eradicate it completely. So we don't need to think about this. No, guys. It doesn't no. work like that. I'm a planner, so it really bothers me <laughs> that, like, the government can't plan. Like, just like let a few Virgos take over. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what star sign ScoMo is. He's definitely not a Virgo. We can set no. Free. He seems like one of the, like, lion, the lion one. Leo. I don't know why I have it such an – I find the lion <laughs> I need one to know. so offensive. Yeah. <laughs> Google Any it. Leos listening? Not all Leos. Um, <laughs> well, Leos are all bit me, me, me out there. Okay, Scott Morrison, star sign. The important, the important things the here important on this podcast. The important things on this podcast. <laughs> you will learn something even if it's something you didn't want to learn. He's a Taurus. Oh, so absolutely he, the he, other one that's shit. <laughs> but he is an earth sign, so he's making us not, not – Proud. We're yes. ashamed. Yes. But also anyway, knew, we knew he wasn't a Virgo. Typical Taurus behaviour. Being vindicated. <laughs> We've been vindicated there. Disorganised person. Anyway, yes, we're here in this situation and it feels like it was preventable and it feels shit basically and yeah. it's tough to take. It's tough to deal with. And it's funny because then you feel this guilt like you're not supposed to be feeling shitty in a two-week lockdown because it's two weeks and so many people in our own country, Victoria, mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. it so much worse. And then obviously around the globe there's even more harrowing lockdowns like England and, you know, people that were in lockdown for months and months and months and almost yes, a year yeah. of lockdown basically. And and I get it, like, but I think this is the thing and we'll probably come back to this so often in this podcast is that a lot of the time we feel 
like we're failing because we feel like, you know, we're, we're upset about something and we're like, oh, but so many people have it worse than me or like pe- yeah, other people make feel Yeah, first world problems. Yeah. yeah, I fuck first world problems, man. Like I get it. I think it's good to have perspective mm-hmm. on where your problems lie in the state of the world, right? Because I think it's good to know that, like feel grateful for the things that you have. But at the same mm-hmm. time, fuck, we're all just like, <laughs> like the shit that I'm dealing with as dumb as it is, like my main it's problem at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's my shit. My house is so dark in winter. It is so fucking dark in winter and it's bothering me and I'm like, I hate it. It's damp. We just had a whole week of rain. I just feel mm-hmm. like the whole house is like a mould spore, like I'm living inside a mould yep. spore. And I'm aware like that there's so many reasons I should just be grateful to have a home to have a roof over your head yeah Yeah. and like have nice shit in my house and you know be able to move out of home all sorts of things but it's also Mm. just like in my day-to-day this is it's a problem it's a problem and I just I don't know you all you're always good at reminding me of that though I feel like in our friendship I tend to be a bit like, oh, I shouldn't complain because I remember when I was pregnant, actually, and I'd say to you, oh, you know, I know I'm lucky to be in this situation. Mm. You're like, yeah, but you still, you always remind me that my problems are still valid. I'm still allowed to complain. Even if I chose to get pregnant, I can still feel sick and tired and complain about those things. Yeah, absolutely. It's so true. I, I feel like we do kind of brush our own issues aside sometimes and but sometimes you just need to wallow in them and be like, this is hard, I'm struggling. Because yeah. I feel like if you don't, then it builds up even worse and then you have a breakdown. Absolutely. I think that's definitely like when I've had, like we love a breakdown, Josie and I oh, love so to have many. a breakdown. Love it. <laughs> Breakdowns all the time. And the last breakdown I had, and when I say breakdown, like obviously there's an actual breakdown, like an actual nervous breakdown is like a real thing that happens to people and they get like hospitalized and stuff. And it's, that's what I'm yes. talking about. I'm talking about just, just a breakdown. And I feel like a mm-hmm. breakdown is classified in my mind, in our mind as. Yes. In this podcast's mind. This Don't podcast argue mind, with us. <laughs> it's like all your shit has just piled up and the whole fucking pile po- falls over. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then that's you're like, exactly like a kid, it. like you made yes. a little kid tower. Yeah, and then, and then, but then like your shit cousins come over and kicked it. That's yeah. what it feels like. That's a breakdown. And your and your last problem is that shit cousin. It's yes. the straw that broke the camel's back vibe. <laughs> yeah. But it's the shit cousin is just that one last problem. Sometimes I feel like I'm just I'm just below the surface. Yeah, I'm not good. But I'm yes. just, the surface is fine. I'm just ticking along. And then there's this one thing, the yes. shit cousin. Yeah, and then I'm just like scream. I just like lash out. I start crying. You know, yep. I love crying. Yeah, big crier over here. Big crier over there. Crying <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. That, and it's like, why did I just tick along like that and just yes. not, not kind of address the fact that under the surface things weren't great? But it's like, nope. I just got to keep going. Yeah, it's like, no, you don't. You can stop and address the fact that a few things are wrong before you get to breakdown point. But I feel like COVID Mm. was when this happened to me the most, has been post-lockdown, post, like, initial COVID 2020 vibes because – and I, I wrote about it, like I had a breakdown, then I wrote about it because we love to do that. We love to write. <laughs> I particularly like to 
write yeah. about my problems the in- as they the happen. internet's your diary the internet is my diary <laughs> and yes it's usually while it's happening to me so i don't even have the answers i'm just telling you my thoughts so it literally well is that's my diary. this podcast as well because i think i was a bit nervous like do we have to come up with solutions for people heads up we, we don't really have solutions we have nothing all the for time you. sometimes we do <laughs> occasionally yeah. We have some. We might have some sage advice. Yeah, we're not here to fix the problems. We're just here to say we're just here to whinge about them. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) we're like we're like your friends that will you will listen to your whinging basically, and then you Mm. have to listen to ours. That's Mm -hmm. what that's what this is for the length of the. We're all having a wine. (laughs) We're just having a wine and crying, but I feel like COVID made that more apparent for me because. I found lockdown, and I don't know if it was just because I was bored or I was just overwhelmed with all this time on my hands or something, um, but I, you know, I started another podcast, you know. I, like, yes. started contributing to different publications. I got a new job. I had so much happening, and I obviously had the time to do those things because I didn't have – you know, there was no social life. There was no, you know, work events or anything else that was occupying my time in the evening. So I had these, like, you know, swathes of time to do stuff. And then, you know, we come out of lockdown. It's the end of 2020 and everything's still going. All those cogs are still <laughs> turning. But then all of a sudden I've got, like, work events and datings back on and then I'm, mm. you know, I'm, like, going out with friends again and, I carried that for months, really, like for like six months, I just carried that level, like that high frequency living, no relief. Um, And I could feel it. Like, you know how you were saying how you can feel that under the surface you're not okay? And it's like you just, you have in your tank like a quarter of a gas, not even a quarter, it's when it's on the flashing light. Fumes. Yes. (laughs) And you're like, how far can I go? (laughs) And then you might stop at the petrol station and just do the $5 and then you just make sure it goes to $5.02 and then you pay in cash. Remember that? Do you do this? You know what? Because you don't drive. only just learned how to drive. Someone is yelling in their car. Yes, I remember this. This was a uni thing. When I was in uni and I was a broke bitch, I would go take my little car to the servo on empty on fumes and I would just put $5 into the tank and I would pay in cash because I was nannying so I got paid in cash and so I'd do like yeah. $5.02 because then that rounds, rounds it down. But if you get to down. three, it rounds it up to $5.05 and that's just not okay. So <laughs> wow, no, I've never done that. I'm like bougie bitch, full tank of gas. You've never, you'll never know that time. <laughs> I've you'll never, never know the struggle that experience. Um, but you know, that's what I felt like I was running on was just like just mm. these tiny incremental breaks where I would, you know, feel really overwhelmed. So I would stop maybe for like one fucking meditation. Yeah, whoop, like that's going to do anything. <laughs> and then like one walk around the block where I like look at the trees and look at the ground and notice things around me. And then I'm like, I'm healed. I'm fixed. Back yeah. to regular programming where I have 30,000 things on in my life. Um, and then I did break down earlier in the year and I kind of went, fuck, I can't keep going like this. This is not healthy. Um but then it's like I would like to say that I then had this big transformation. I did not. I did not. I, I think for a month I was better yeah. with like shit. Saying no to things. Yeah. But it just feels like there's this intense pressure. It's like catch up or something. It's like we're all 
we're all in this, we're either trying to be what we were before the pandemic. And I just don't think that that exists anymore. Like not to be dramatic about it, but it does feel like we're not like, it's not going to be normal. Yeah. Yeah. Inverted commas. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's the world changed when the pandemic happened. Like it's, I remember when this is a tangent. I remember the day of 9-11. A teacher said to us, remember this day because the whole world is going to be different from this day forward. Mm. And it was like Mm. so much more security and things like that just changed the way things ran. And I feel like that will, that's exactly what COVID has done to the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's a globally changing event. Yes. And then I think we don't. Like when we don't accept that, like, and I think maybe that's what's happened is that we're all pretending Mm. like it's normal again. Like, and like, obviously you're going to have like businesses and travel and all these, all of these, you know, brands and companies and things that, you know, need to generate their cash flow again. I don't know. Can you tell that I don't know anything about business? I was like, what is it? Cash flow? Like Profit? The, the dollars? The, the money they get. <laughs> but, you know, like they, they all need money. Well, they all need money again. And, mm. and I can feel it like this constant like thrusting in my face of advertising and restaurants mm. on my Instagram and things. And it's mm. not – I don't mean that in a way of being – rude about the fact that these you know these poor people have been through so much shit like Mm. pour one out for the small business owners because like this has been hard and for casual workers and you know and then Mm -hmm. I think about these things and I feel this pressure I'm like fuck all these businesses and the casual workers that get hired if they're doing well and you know are out of work if they don't do you ever have random businesses just pop into your head no it happened to me a lot last (laughs) year because I was I had a very different experience because I was on mat leave last mm. year. So different vibes entirely. But I used to just think about random, like uh, there was a cafe near our old work called Tommy's. Yes. And I used to just go, I wonder how Tommy's doing. I did like, do just, this. Yeah. I would just randomly think about that cafe or like how's this random little shop going in a pandemic? And then I start feeling anxious on behalf of Tommy yes. or, you know, the shop owner in bloody Newcastle that I went to the shop once and now I'm like thinking about the nice lady that was at the shop <laughs> like and then I start getting anxious on behalf of other people which yeah. is not well it's just like I, but I think that's all. what I did like it's like there was yeah. just so much anxiety and uncertainty and so no fucking wonder we've come out of it and like like I'm all no this is what I mean there was so much uns- uncertainty and anxiety you would think that we would go easy on ourselves coming out of it and be like, hey, you just went through some shit. Like, Yeah, trauma. Things are not the same. Like you said, the world's not really the same. You need to process all of that. Take mm-hmm. it easy. You can say no. You need to reassess what you were doing in lockdown and then change it because shit's different now and it's not yes. lockdown anymore. And don't feel like you need to get yeah, keep juggling all these balls keep spinning all of these plates you're gonna have to put some plates down you know mm-hmm. 
And then, like, for me, I just never wanted to put plates down. It was, like, the most difficult. Like, like I had this podcast, which for anyone that doesn't know me, I had this podcast <laughs> that I was doing where I was reading chapters of the new Twilight <laughs> book. And so it's, like, it was fun in lockdown, right? Like, it was a fun time in yeah. lockdown. It really yeah. wasn't necessary. So it was fuck all to do. There was yeah. nothing to do. But then it wasn't necessary to keep it up. But then, fuck, it's, like, the pressure for that was I had to read the chapter. The book was shit. Mm-hmm. Then I had to record <laughs> the chapter. Then I had to mm. edit that recording and then publish it. And that was like every couple of days I was doing it. And I really thought I could just keep that going plus two other podcasts, yeah. plus a job, yeah. plus friends after <laughs> lockdown. Like, Jesus, I don't know. Yeah, I, something's got to give. Something's yes. got to give. Um, but I just feel like that is still there. There's still this weird kind of high-frequency energy and a lot of feeling guilty or feeling, you know, like, I don't know, kind of like maybe there's like a lack of control. Like sometimes I feel like I, I maybe it's like a catching up thing. Like I feel like I have to go to every party. I have to go to every social thing because what if we get locked down? Yeah. What if this? Well, we did. <laughs> yeah, and that, that did happen. And, um, and then in lockdown, it's like I almost have too much spare time to think and then it's like that surface level, it's like I'm having to go deeper and that's a big mess, big mess down there. So, <laughs> I mean, do we have any answers? No. <laughs> no. Maybe this lockdown came to you as a teaching learning opportunity. Maybe. So that you can, because you are very self-reflective, you're doing it right now. <laughs> so you're looking back at the way you were post lockdown one because we're yes. very lucky here in Sydney. We've only had two lockdowns. Pour one out for our friends in Melbourne and Victoria who yes. had four. Were they on four? I think they were on four, but that second one was brutal. That was a long The second time. one was long, awful. Like we've had two. So maybe it's like an opportunity for you to reflect on post lockdown one. And yes. change a few things in post-lockdown too, if and when that ever comes. <laughs> but do you reckon you can? Like this is the thing, this is kind of the question that I have for myself mm. is we're so busy with stuff, right? Mm. But then when you take stock of it all, it is really hard to find what you're going to drop because like, I try to look at my life like a pie, right? And I was doing this as a really good example. <laughs> I was doing this as a really good example the other day. I'll get there. I'll get there. Because okay. when I met my boyfriend Tom, I had a very full life, as we've all just discussed. I met him in January, so was well into my post-COVID chaos that I was already talking about. But mm. it was like I had this big pie piece because obviously, you know, you fall in love and you like want to hang out with them all the time. And then you have yes. this big pie piece that you're trying mm. to shove into a light, a pie that's already full of pie. And <laughs> I don't even know what got squished in the process at this point. Yes. Yeah. I can't, I cannot take stock of it. But it's this constant balancing act. And I don't know, do you feel like there's stuff you can get rid of to make your life less chaos? Well, my whole experience is very different to everything that you've just said mm. because I, I, I've lost a lot of my things from having yes. a baby. So that's going to be a future episode where I talk about 
the bits of Josie that have just gone because mm. now she runs my life. So I used to be a very busy person as well and now it's just baby, baby, baby. And I can't drop that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it's, the thing, It's not isn't something it? I can drop. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a little easier for me in that way because it's mm. like she's a no-brainer. Like she literally cannot live without me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Whereas, you know, friends, other family members, other things I want to go and do, you know, it's it sucks, but they can live without me, but she yeah. can't. So it's a lot. It's easier for me. It's a bit more black and white. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's like a bit of a different experience, isn't it? Because for me, it's the this people pleasing thing slash mm. almost like a selfishness as well of like I don't want to let go of that thing because I love it. I don't want to let go of that thing because I love it. So then I just end up trying to do it all at the same mm-hmm. time. But then I guess for you, it's more like of a, I guess, a constant busyness, but it's all connected mm. to this one little person. <laughs> yeah. And that's obviously which was a, an identity. Which was a thing. life choice. <laughs> well, yeah. And if, but I'm sure that would be an identity like. Oh, God, yeah. But that's a, a shop, whole other yeah, that's episode. A whole, we're not going to go into that. <laughs> we're talking about COVID. Yeah. And all the chaos of COVID. Um, the only other thing I wanted to touch on was relationships and dating because I feel like COVID was hectic for that because it was like if you were Mm. in a long-term relationship you were often locked down with your partner or moving into really quickly or you know speeding up processes really fast or and if you were single because I was single last lockdown I was single all of 2020 um it was really confronting in your 30s to be like I cannot really date right now yeah that's like a whole year gone yeah and I think, but I think that would have felt the same even in their 20s because I was thinking about my cousin and she's 22, I think. And it's like, imagine losing a year of your like chaotic raspberry vodka uh, clubbing years. Like I was out the formative every years. night. Yeah. And then you just can't. <laughs> like you can't yeah. go out. And those years, there were only a few of them. Like there was only yeah. a few where I was really going yeah. hard. You know what I would compare it to as a footy fan? It's like when a footy player does his knee and his whole season's done and he's at the prime of his career and their career is quite short in the scheme of things and it's just like a whole year of just helplessly being like, cool, I could play awesome footy, I could date awesome guys and have awesome experiences. But for reasons beyond my control, I can't. So it sucks to lose a year like that. But did you find that it made you, I don't know, that forced singledom did you enjoy spending time with yourself or not? Yeah, I did, but I think it was like, and I think I'm pretty good at being single. Like I'm usually, like I feel like a couple of years ago, a few years ago, I kind of just resolved in myself of like singleness is not like, you know, that whole thing of like singleness is not a stage that you need to just get out of. It's not like a problem. Just like be in it if you're in it and if you're not being that. And, you know, I'm very like, I don't know, I look at, I'm very real is, I've got a real realist mind in that, I look at things like everything sucks. So maybe that's more of a pessimistic <laughs> mind, but like everything's great and everything sucks. So it's like I find being single is great and sucks in different ways. Being in a relationship yeah, the grass is, is great greener. and sucks in different ways, you know, and life is life and you're just in a different stage. So I didn't have that, but I did definitely feel that pressure of like, uh, you know, it, when you're in your 30s, you're sort of feeling like, the window, another whole convo we can talk about in another episode, but the baby window 
is very mm. much, I'm in the smack bang in the middle of it now. Yeah. And I'm still very like, I, st- I don't want one right now. But it's just that pressure is there. It's like this little like yeah. screaming and so little that voice was a in your year. ear. Yeah, and a that's year, a year of that gone. Year. Yes. So it's similar Not to the footy meeting guy. meeting the, the sperm donor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, can I take it like a left turn? I'm yes. still going to talk about COVID. Yes. But I wanted to talk about how it makes me feel, which is a bit different because yeah. I mentioned I'm a Virgo. I'm a control freak. And I hate, I've reflected recently in this lockdown, I think what, I've I felt pretty blessed to be honest the mm. whole COVID because I didn't work at the time so and also I feel like some relationships <laughs> took a hit because they were both working from home yes and that's and what I was gonna say like, to you I was gonna ask you about you and Julian but then I realized works, you weren't working yeah. and he works not at home he works in retail and I wasn't working so that's how I mean where I'm like I kind of timed the baby really well (laughs) where (laughs) you know we work well we worked together at a news website so I would have been in you know the news cycle which I am now like Mm -hmm. experiencing the COVID news cycle but I managed to avoid that yeah I managed to avoid working from home with my partner because he works in retail and Mm -hmm. he was gone and and it was really frustrating for my mum friends because they had these newborns that were crying and the partner would kind oh, of like no. go, sorry, I'm on a call and like couldn't help. So it was like yeah. the dad was right there, couldn't do anything. I'm like, well, I had to kind of just do it myself because yeah. it wasn't there. So it was like, okay. And then like touch wood, none of my friends or family were affected. Like they didn't catch COVID. Like there are all these things where I'm like, well, it hasn't really affected me that much. But recently I've been reflecting and feeling – really stressed about the lack of control that I have and the lack of Mm. I can't just jump on a plane Mm. and go and see my friend Erin in New York. And I actually Mm. started crying the other day in the car talking about Erin, who's a good friend of mine that moved to New York, God, years ago now. I think the last time I went there to visit her was 2017 and she must have lived there in 2015, 16. Mm. So she'd been there a long time. And it's just that it's probably not that I would just jump on a plane now. I have yes. a kid. But in 2017, I literally jumped on a plane and went and dog sat for her for two weeks because mm-hmm. I could. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't have commitments. I just finished up a role. I was going to freelance. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go to New York. Yeah. And it's just, it's stressing me out. I feel like my throat closing up when yeah, I think like about the fact that we are, we're prisoners here. Yeah. <laughs> really like I know it's like yeah we're an island and we took the opportunity to lock down those borders and keep it out okay great but then it's like how much longer are we gonna mm. be forced to stay here like it just kind of dawned on me that wow I can only travel like around Australia and then the lockdown happened I'm like wow I can only travel to New South Wales then it was like the harder lockdown like wow I can only walk up to the shops and yes. get bread and come home and that really bothers me because I'm an independent person I like making my own choices I always have and last year it felt like yeah this is for the good of the country and we're doing this amazingly but now I feel cranky I feel angry that I can't see my friend Erin I don't know when I will and she hasn't met Rosa my kid and she can't see her brother who lives here and her Mm. family that are here my mum's group friend's 
none of them are from Sydney. One of them's from mm. Brisbane. The others are all from overseas. Mm. One of them, their mum has never met their child. Mm. Yeah. And our kids are 18 months old. Like that's what's really getting to me now is just that we are just like stuck here. And, yes, last year that was for the good of everyone, but now it just feels like we shouldn't be anymore. Yes. I agree. And I, I feel that claustrophobia too, but probably in like obviously different ways. And I think that probably not to the same extent because A, I'm not a Virgo, but I also don't have a kid <laughs> that hasn't met its best, its mom's best friend. But mm. um, I feel it even with travel because even in Australia, I actually feel trapped in New South Wales because I just feel like every time I think about like we were going to go yes. to the Northern <laughs> Territory in a few yeah. weeks – and we had it all ready to go. We didn't. We hadn't booked flights, thankfully. And then this all happened, and now we're sort of like, "There's no point booking flights till yeah, the borders exactly. reopen." It's and just then you this feeling know. of uncertainty mm. that I just, as a planner, I don't like it. Yeah, like I'm not. I've never been as. I'll just wing it. I'll just be spontaneous. I've never been that person. I'm. I'm, I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> yeah, I like planning. I like being in control of my choices, and it feels like. I, I'm getting none of that at the moment. Yeah. And I think that's really hard when your personality is fundamentally something. Like you said, you don't like change and you, you're liking going and doing a bunch of things. And then when it's disrupted against your control, mm-hmm. that's really hard to reconcile because that's yeah. like a whole part of yourself that's not being satisfied. Yeah. And it's yeah. hard to change fundamentally who you are as a person when you're 35. Yeah, it is. And also, <laughs> like, maybe we don't need to. And I no. think that I don't think it would just be, like, us. Like, that's the thing. I think that there's so many, like, whatever your personality is, I feel like this would have affected you in some way because, mm. you know, if you're a people person, you're very much removed from all of that. If you mm-hmm. are someone that is more of a introvert, it's, you know, introverts still need connection and, and usually more likely to at risk of getting too insular if you are given yeah. the opportunity. You know, there's so many, I think, factors to this whole experience that affect people. But I And I think that's what I mean by, like, every age and every kind of decade of experience has been hit in some way because you've got your, your teens yes. and your 20-year-olds that can't do go the shit. It's just fun. Yeah, person. and that's so formative. Like, it is so formative, yeah. all of that. and. And it's like whatever, however you want to live your 20s, it's like a lot of it is involves new social experiences and if you're yep. not getting that, that's upsetting. And then, you know, women and, and people in their 30s, you know, where like, you know, especially like you're having kids in a lockdown scenario where, like you said, they, you can't go overseas and have them meet important people or you're dating or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My parents are retired and, like, it's still, like, I think they're probably kind of having a cruisy time. I feel like the retirees <laughs> are really enjoying it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. My mom's no one on the road. homebody anyway, so <laughs> she's stoked. <laughs> Everyone, but well, the retirees, they're having a good time. The boomers yeah. are loving this shit. But, yeah, yeah. it's. Um, Although they were the high-risk group. Well, there you go. The health That's risks. the trade-off. Okay, there it you go. It was like, they oh, might it might die. kill you. <laughs> But yet still in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, what do I see every time I go to Harris Farm? Like 50,000 people not wearing masks. But oh, um, Okay, you guys. Know, I feel like the uncertainty has been a big part of it. Mm. But And I know that there's probably, 
I think if we really wanted to, it's probably a lesson in sitting with uncertainty because that's something my psych has been drilling into me for like years is this whole idea that I need to sit with uncertain feelings and uncertain situations because life's uncertain. I hate it. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Hate that. Nope. Don't like it. (laughs) Don't like it. Um, I like to know what's happening. It's killing me. (laughs) I know. But look, guys, we'll be back next week with another episode. Yeah, complaining about Or I think we've been dropping five episodes at once. So you can literally just roll on into another lot of whinging and complaining. Um, I promise we won't be whinging and complaining. I feel like the next one, I don't know, we've got some really, should we tease a few topics maybe so people know where's the google doc i don't know let's just do it off the top of our head (laughs) there's the virgo well i really want to talk about my changing relationship with alcohol Mm -hmm. i say as i've downed (laughs) a wine i literally dug around in the fridge yeah found this old can of wine oh that God. I had in our other podcast, Zestus History, and I got really shit-faced off it, so I just oh, put half fine. the can in here. Yeah, I was going to say, did you but have like, the whole thing? Because <laughs> I'm being all kind of high and mighty about my experience and my relationship with alcohol, and I just dug through a fridge yes. in desperation looking for booze. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. Yep. So Doing that's well. interesting. Um, what else I are we talk, thinking of covering? Well, I'm going to talk composting and sustainability because I find it so yes. hard. <laughs> oh, my God. And like, When you want to be green, but it's fuck. just too hard. And the guilt <laughs> and the, like, yes. confusion. Like, do mm-hmm. you know how long I was putting things in the recycling bin that you can't recycle? Like, a very long time. Anyway, yeah, so same. much to unpack there. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Oh, we... there'll be fucking baby stuff. Yes, definitely. For sure motherhood which i'm actually really interested in because i do feel like you are one of the people i know who went through the baby experience but is quite articulate about experiences so i feel like there'll be like you know like i'm interested to hear about it because i think that you won't be like (laughs) yes and one of the biggest things we talk about and i'll talk about to a different degree at some point i'm sure but you know is all the bullshit and so many new parents that just want this veneer of everything's peachy and we're living the perfect, like, Pleasantville life. Um, And you get that even (laughs) from other people when you're not a mum. Like, you just hear it like it's fucking perfect all the time and you're like, Jesus, okay, calm down. (laughs) Yeah, no, they're lying. (laughs) Everyone's lying. lying. But I think think that's a good point. We, I think this hopefully will work as a podcast because we have very different – backgrounds and Mm. life experiences and we bring different perspectives to things yeah like even just then with COVID there were totally different complaints that we both had yes um because I don't have a life (laughs) 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 so yeah hopefully you'll get a bit out of each of us yes and can find something to relate to from each of us that's the idea and there'll always be a bit of crap at the start where we go on tangent after tangent after tangent for five minutes yep. and then we're just, we're on You've topic. You've got to let us do it. It's how we ease into it. It's just what we do. It's just who we are. Too much to talk to. This is literally my social time <laughs> with Josie. We're just recording I it. <laughs> I was just thinking, this is just like pleasing for me as a Virgo to get two things done at once. Catch <laughs> up with Mel. Tick. Record <laughs> podcast. Tick. Look at that. Done. Two ticks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.